Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Give him glory, give him glory. Give glory, Oh, 
Continue to worship our God. Say, be glorified. Somebody say, be glorified. If you would, come down to the front and worship with us. Let's celebrate the King together. Put your hands together. God, we bless you. That's it. I see you coming. Oh, God. Now lift your voices and give him glory, give him glory. Be glorified, God. We lift your name, Jesus. Let's declare this. Be glorified. Be glorified. Be
Yes, I'm Harvey, so. Glory. Be glorified, God. Be glorified in our lives. That's our heart's cry. Get the glory, Jesus. <laughs> we bless you, Jesus. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Worthy, worthy, worthy. In my life, be glorified. Be glorified in my see in my life. That's it.
make a declaration in here. You lose my shackles and you set me free. You've been mighty good. You've been mighty good. Is that your testimony? Come on and say. You've been mighty good. You've been mighty good. Come on, everybody say. Lose my shackles. You've been I dare you to think about that one thing and testify. Say, Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Uh, well, can we ask uh, those of you that have your phones open, please, would you mind muting your lines? All to worship. We're asking for the callers to mute their lines, and we hope that our coffee line is not muted. But uh, today is the first Sunday in July. It's July the 4th, 2020, and I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and I welcome you on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black. I was indeed glad when they said unto us, let us go into the house of the Lord, Again, good afternoon to some and good evening to others. Uh, we bring you greetings again, and we're so delighted to have you with us um, this Saturday. Uh, and now, bless the Lord, our God of all, who everywhere works great wonders, who fosters our growth from birth and deals with us according to his mercy. May he give us gladness of heart and be there Peace in our days, as in the days of old. May he entrust to us his mercy, and may he deliver us in our days. Again, thank you for being with us as we join together in corporate worship, as we enter into God's presence together. And we pray that you have been worshiping all week long, and today you've reached the crescendo of your worship, 
and that we'll all uh, join together in the overflow of God's uh, presence. So we thank you today, and we honor God. And now we come to worship, uh, and now we come to gather as one, and now we turn our hearts, and now we bless the God of all who everywhere works great wonders, the great God who longs for your deliverance from this world's sorrow and troubles. In your mercy, we give him our gladness, and he gives us his peace. So thank you for being here today to all of our returning listeners and members and to all of our new listeners. We say thank you for being here. We hope that something that's said and done through the Spirit will enliven you and encourage you and give you a boost just to go on just a little bit further. So thank you for being here today with us. I would like to introduce you to our worship serving team. We have Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, who will deliver the preach word today through the Holy Spirit. And as we always ask, please pray that the Holy Spirit uh, manifest his way in her and that she's able to uh, deliver to us everything that he's already seated in her heart. Uh, Today our worship leader is our capable and loyal Elder Carolyn Cunningham. Um, She will also do our invocation invocation, and we'll uh, extend our invitation to giving. Sister Helena Thompson serves as our TalkShoe manager, and Sister Helena, as you all may remember, puts together all of our beautiful music during, for worship and leading up to worship. And Sister uh, Cheryl Miller-Harvey is our assistant TalkShoe manager, and she's responsible for all the operational matters um, that pertain to TalkShoes. Cheryl is also our web site administrator, so when you have time, as we always ask, please check out our website. And uh, if you have any comments or anything of that nature, you can send them to us through the website. Today, Pastor will lead us to the throne of grace in altar prayer. And we would like to um, say happy birthday to all of you who've had birthdays in these first few days of uh, July, we say happy birthday to you. Uh, We would like to also extend um, a happy 4th of July greeting as we celebrate our independence and our freedom in this country and uh, may we think of our freedom not as just the right to do as we please, but as the opportunity to do what is right. Galatians 5.13 says, For you are called to freedom, brethren, only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. So happy uh, happy Freedom Day. Today also we will uh, celebrate the most important, the Lord's Supper, where we remember the birth death, resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today. Further in the service, uh, Elder Carolyn will direct you when to gather up your elements, your wine, your water, or your cracker and piece of bread. So please uh, listen for that, and we'll be prepared to celebrate together. Pastor would like to invite you again, as always, to join us on Wednesday night for our small group Bible study 
which begins at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Our study is titled Overcomers, uh, brought to us from the creators of the movie War Room and also the movie titled Overcomers. This week, if I'm not mistaken, we'll move to the title um, study titled You Declare. So the first a few weeks we did Who Are You? The second four, four weeks we, uh, we taught uh, Pastor and um, Minister Juanita and Sister Cheryl taught You Are Broken, and then You Are Chosen was another one of the titles. Then this past few weeks uh, the title has been You Surrender, now it's You Declare. So please join uh, the small group Bible study time if you are able. A pastor would also like to invite you to the early morning and accessory prayer team call that's on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays beginning at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 4 a.m. Pacific Time. And we do believe that God moves in response to our prayers, and we pray expecting God to move. Please join us as we pray in agreement concerning the needs of others. Join us in prayer and come praying as you are. Just come and, and join in prayer. Um, next, sun, next Saturday, which will be July the 11th, if I'm not mistaken, please correct me, we will have our monthly second Saturday morning prayer call. That begins at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time. So please join us. Uh, just a quick reminder, if any of you... Uh, excuse me? Did someone have something they needed to add? Okay. So this coming Tuesday night, I'd just like to remind you, if you can, um, I forgot to pull up the time, but it's July the 7th. If you would listen in to Gatekeepers Ministry International Global Broadcast brought to you by the uh, friend of Refuge from the Storm Church, Evangelist Linda Cazreyes, and she has another great lineup for, um, for her podcast this coming Tuesday night. Our monthly prayer focus for July is prosperity and finances. And we generally think, uh, have a tendency to think of prosperity in terms of worldly success and worldly possessions and goods. But God says that the word says that God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times you may abound in every good work. So if you would take some time to please uh, look at some scripture that we've included for, from Minister Juanita uh, regarding prosperity and finances and pray those scriptures together with us. We would greatly appreciate it. The word says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you as we pray for prosperity and finances in the kingdom of God. Also, our daily prayer guide is included in the newsletter where we include uh, prayer focuses for the next seven days. So 
today's focus is business, so we ask you to pray that God's will will be done through the owners of businesses uh, as they accomplish his purpose uh, through them. And the state we're praying for is Arkansas. So please pray and include that in your personal prayer time. Our prayer requests uh, during the week, please direct those to us at our church website, refugefromthestormchurch.org, or our email address, refugefromstorm at aol.com, and we'll make sure that Pastor and our minister, Juanita, gets those prayer requests. And we'd also love to hear your praise reports or any testimonies that you may have of God's goodness. Uh, uh, We'd love to be able to share those. And also, if the preach word is a blessing to you or the service is a blessing to you in any way, also please reach out to Pastor Millicent and just share those encouraging words with her either at the church's website or our email address. It would be greatly appreciated. Now, as uh, we go further into worship, your lines will be muted uh, just to protect the integrity of the service. So we're asking for from all of us, if we have, uh, in, even those of you that are participating on the ministry team, if you know that there is going to be a noise where you are, please mute yourselves so that we're not uh, interfering with the speaker. Now it's time to go higher in worship, and we're asking the Lord through the Holy Spirit to take us higher and to move and to flow in this worship service and all that we do that we ask for a removal of any distractions and we bind the enemy in that area and we call forth uh, beauty and the fragrance of, of love in order to please the Lord all through our scripture, our prayer, our music, and the preached word. So now after we hear a recorded song or um Sister Carolyn, are you going to sing a song for us today? After Sister Carolyn has sung a song, then uh, she will lead us to the rest of the worship service. And we say, please be blessed in worship today. Amen. Thank you. Oh, Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. When we call, answer us. Oh, Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. Come and listen to us. Day by day. Day by day, oh, this Lord, three things I pray, to see thee more clearly, to love thee more dearly, to follow thee more nearly, day by day, day by day, day by day. Day by day, oh dear Lord, 
thee think I pray to see thee more clearly, to love thee more dearly, to follow thee more nearly day by day, day by day, day by day, day day.
a praise and worship song. It will be followed by the altar prayer, which our pastor, Reverend Milton, will offer today. I don't want to sing the lake song. I don't want to percolate the ground. I just want to make you smile. I don't care who thinks I'm right or wrong. I don't care who tries to calm me down. I just want to praise you. You cover me in the midst of it all. You love me. You gave me another chance. You saw my needs. Others saw my thoughts. You forgave me. I don't have to listen for my name. They don't have to walk me down the aisle. I just wanna make you proud. Should I make the Hall of Fame? Or they save a special seat? I just hope that you'll be pleased. You cover me. In the midst of it all, you love me, gave me another chance. You rescued me, I was going to fall, going to fall. You saved me, so in my life. Be glorified, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Be you take the honor. I just want to say, you get the glory. You get the praise. Take all of the honor. I just want to say, you get the glory. I want you to get the praise. You take the honor. I just want to say, you get the glory. Father, you get the praise. You take the honor. I just want to say, I'm about to say, thank you, Lord, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For everything you've done, Lord, I'll come back to say, 
beautiful prayer that was written by Lynn Cook. We pray today. Father, we come in the name of Jesus, bowing in hearts, asking for protection from the evil one for this body of believers as we assemble to praise and worship you. Lord, we are assailed moment by moment with images in the media, sounds heard and unheard, and technology that leave us vulnerable to attack. Surround us, God, with your divine hedge of protection. Encompass us round about with your strength and your might. Let all who take refuge in you be glad, rejoice, and sing for joy in the God of our salvation. For it is you who blesses the righteous man, O Lord. You surround him with favor as with a shield. Lord, I ask that you protect our minds. Father, the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset of the spirit is life and peace. Oh, God, set our minds on you. Let us not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds, that we may prove what your will is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Help us by the power of your spirit to think on whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute. If there is any excellence and if anything is worthy of praise, let our minds dwell on these things. Strengthen us in the power of your might, O God. Dress us in your armor so that we can stand firm against the schemes of the devil. We know that our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the powers and principalities, against the world forces of the darkness of this age, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. You are our keeper, O Lord, the shade on our right hand. Protect us from all evil and keep our souls. God, our going out and our coming in from this time and forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 
Amen. Now to all worshipers, this is your invitation to giving. Our church, Refuge from the Storm, provides refuge from targeting by tending to the spiritual needs of those of us who are targeted. But we are also similar to other organizations in our community in that we have financial needs to accomplish our goals. Please help us to continue ministering to the targeted community. So for those worshipers who are able, we'd like to consider making a financial contribution. You can do it in any way you like and in any amount. We welcome one-time donations as well as weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annual contributions. To make a contribution, you have several options. First, you can go to our website, org. Secondly, you can contact Pastor Millicent by email at mgrace321 at gmail.com. Or thirdly, you can contact Sister Gloria, our administrative assistant, by email at refugefromstorm at aol.com. Thank you so much. Now, in preparation to hear the preach word, let us listen to a praise and worship song, which will be immediately followed by our pastor again, Reverend Dr. Nelson. Oh! 
wonder if you've ever given it any real serious thought just sat down and looked at all of the things that God has done for you 
all of the ways that he has kept you. I mean, the times you thought you would lose your mind or that you couldn't stand another bit of whatever was being done to you at the moment, all of the times that he has made a way for you when it seemed like nobody was going to come through for you. Have you ever just really given it any thought? Oh, that I have been kept by Jesus. We've been kept by the love of God and by the obedience of one son who came to the earth to make sure that we would be able to have right relationship with God, our father. We've been kept by the Lord. I just hope you think through that thing today and into the night and into tomorrow. Look at yourself and where you are today and where you were even a week ago or a month ago in terms of the harassment and the frustration and the, as, she, as they said in the song, the trials and the tribulations that you've gone through. Oh, but you've been kept by Jesus. And guess what? Your enemy knows who has kept you. We can give yes. God praise about that today. I give Amen. thanks and praise to God, my Father, for each of you that you are with us today. I don't take it lightly that you have chosen to be with us, especially on this day of freedom. But, you know, for some of us, it really isn't a day of freedom. For some of us, they're throwing the rocks and hiding their hands and pretending like they've let us go free. But we really aren't free. We really are not free. However, you've chosen to spend this holiday, this nationally recognized holiday with us this afternoon, and I say thank you for that. I pray that these services are a blessing to you and that you will join us in some of our other services. As Sister Gloria has already talked about prayer, we have prayer here, Bible study and prayer team meetings, or our, uh, surely we have a, a fifth Wednesday night and a fifth Friday night prayer meeting. I believe exactly what the phrases are that we've heard across the years. No prayer, no power. Little prayer, little power. Much prayer, much power. We need, in fact, we can't live without the power of God at work on our side. And so we pray. And then the new fellowship hour will be starting next week, next Saturday evening, if immediately following our church service. Minister Juanita Purdy will host a time of informal sharing that we hope will help you to cope with this abnormal situation that we live in. Now, I love to acknowledge the ministry team and all who participate in the services each week. Thank you for the part that you play in these last hours in history. You know that's where we are, don't you? Jesus is is waiting on the Father to say, go back and get them. Yeah. To God be the glory. Our borders are expanding and we live all across these United States. And that's how we bring these services to you. And then there's a special welcome to those of you who are new to our service. We pray that today you will be so blessed that you can't wait till the next service to join us. In Jesus' name. Our scripture for today is coming from the book of Jude. There's only one, one chapter in, in Jude, and so I'm going to be reading uh, starting at verse 3 and then skipping on down to verses 24 and 25. It's a normal benediction that we have on our morning prayer time. And every time I read it, it just strikes me so specifically in my spirit. Mm 
I've preached from this scripture before because it's that important. And so today I'll read from, for you from the New International Version, which is not my favorite, but today it's going to serve its purpose. Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. And then verse 24 says to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power and authority through Jesus Christ, our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. Let us pray. Precious God, we thank you for this day, Lord. We come to you, God, declaring that we are independent in the spirit realm, Lord. We thank you, Father, for the freedom that the spirit has. For the word of God says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We thank you, Father, that we're free to raise our arms in joyful adoration before your holiness. We thank you, Father, that we're free to look up into your beauty, O oh God, to look at with loving adoration at your face, O oh God, and say thank you, O oh Lord, for this another day. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for this gathering of people, Lord. And so we give you glory and thanks and praise, Father. And we ask you, Lord, as we go on into the message this day, God, I, I just submit to you. I humble myself under your mighty hand, oh God. I ask that you would help me to decrease, that you might increase in me then and in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. I went out y'all this morning looking for a song that would go with the message this morning and this afternoon and came across the song that you heard just before the message. And that's going to also be the title of the message. Oh, to be kept by Jesus. I spent time this morning listening to music that related to the title of this message and actually found multiple singers of this particular song. And I had to listen to many of them to find just the one that met the, the, the message and that met the spirit for the hour. We don't think about what a blessing we have to be kept by the hand of the one who defeated the enemy of our souls. The best part of the song was, I would be nothing. I would be nothing if I were not being kept by the Lord. News continues to hit the airways of the injustice, brutality, and corruption that is taking place in this world in which we live. And worse is the injustice, the brutality, and the corruption that can't be seen by the naked eye. Yet there are victims such as we of this cruelty, of this corruption, no less brutal and report Afghanistan, Iraq, and other places where government torture camps are held. Now, I've used those phrases several times already in the same paragraph. That's not good English. It's not good uh, communication preparation, but it's necessary. Injustice. That's what we are experiencing. That's what others are experiencing around the world. 
They label it to color. They label it to gender. They label it to age groups. But that's exactly what we get, not the care that we deserve according to the laws and the statutes of this nation. Brutality is what we get. When those people who can hit anyone just because they can get away with it, when they can do the kinds of things that you could go to your YouTube channel or even any channel on your television and hear about people who have been knocked down and ran over and shot and tased, that's brutal. And the corruption, the brutality is able to live and the injustice is fueled by the corruption in our government, be it state, be it local, be it federal. But the point of the song today, though, is to look back over your life and see how God in his mercy and his grace has kept you in spite of all those things that I've talked about. It's been the best marriage anybody could have when you're in covenant with the almighty God and with Jesus, who is the bridegroom. You know, the vows said for better or worse in sickness and health, for rich or poor, and, and I added in slander and in character assassination. When you've been kept by Jesus, you can stand. Jude identifies himself as the servant of Jesus and brother of James. My research shows that Jude was also the brother of Jesus who wrote this book as both encouragement and warning to the church during the latter part of the first century. So you see from all the way back to the first century to today, I mean, 2000 years has but been as a day with God because the behavior of the people have remained the same. There is still killing, there is still stealing, there's still dishonoring of mother and father. The people are, are no less likely to worship and idle today as they were in the year 1000 BC even. And so the message is no less needed today than it was in those. However, Jude came to tell the people there was a problem in the church and the church needed to do some things specifically to survive what was happening. You see false teachers that come into the church and false teachers and false prophets were coming and they were telling the people things that God didn't say. And the people being anxious to live right, some of them were falling for those lines and doing what the false said instead of following what was true. And just like anybody, when they found out that what they were hearing wasn't right, then they get discouraged and don't want to follow anybody or be afraid to follow anybody, not knowing who was going to be telling the truth. Don't we have that today? We endeavor to find the, the, the truth tellers from the Bible as well as from the lives that they live. We really have a, a need and absolute to have those who are students of the Bible and who have been taught and trained by the Holy Spirit. And it surely helps when they've had other formal training in the word of God and in handling the word of God. The pericope today includes part of the, of the salutation and then all of the doxology. 
this one chapter in the book of Jude is divided into three parts and within each part, there are three points. The first point is the sin and doom of ungodly people. Jude was telling the church that, yeah, these people have crept in and yep, they're giving you false information. They're telling you not to obey the scripture, not to obey the word of God. You can do anything you want to because the blood of Jesus has covered all of it. Well, we aren't saved to sin. We're saved to be in fellowship with the almighty God. So the way Jude put it was they pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and they deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign and Lord. These ungodly people pollute their bodies, reject authority and heap abuse on celestial beings. What they were doing was practicing lasciviousness. They were doing all kinds of sexual immorality. If you think homosexuality just came up in the 20th and the 21st century, nope. In first century Christendom, they were also practicing that. And it says they were heaping abuse on celestial beings. In the book of Judges, it tells specifically, and in as we talked about Sodom and Gomorrah, it talks about the men, the humans wanting to have sex with the angels. So I'm telling you, if you don't know if an angel, if angels are real, go back and read about Sodom and Gomorrah and what happened when the angels came down to visit with Lot and his family. Or go over to the book of Judges and find out what happened when the uh, when the Benjamites heard that there was a, a priest in town and what they came to do to him. And then it says, yet these people slander whatever they do not understand. They don't they didn't understand the word of God. They didn't understand the the assignment of Jesus Christ. They didn't realize what the benefits from the cross was. And yet they acted like they knew what they were talking about. Don't you hate for somebody to act like an authority on you and on your life? That's the most dangerous person in the world. And I really cringe when I hear somebody say, well, she said, I'm going, she's not an authority on my life. I haven't consulted with her. And that's what was happening in the days of the early church. Jude has some other strong uh, words to describe these false teachers and false prophets. He said that they were, they had blemishes when it came time for the love feast and the love feast is the communion. And, you know, in the book of first Corinthians, we are instructed to examine ourselves. And he was, he was telling the church, those false prophets, they, how they're going to examine themselves. They have so many blemishes. They can't clean up themselves and can't get clean enough to lead you or to feed you. He said they were clouds without rain and blown along by the wind and autumn trees. What happens in the autumn of the leaves begin to fall as pretty as they are. Jude said those false preachers and false uh, teachers were without fruit. And they were uprooted, which made them twice dead. These are, are serious accusations against these false prophets. And you know how we have them today? 
those very ones that would torture and traumatize and terrorize us and others. Many of them have established themselves in church pulpits under every denomination imaginable. And they are promoting the gospel, not of Jesus Christ, but of Satan. But it sounds all the same. The second thing that Jude said in, in uh, gave them in the book was a call to persevere. The very first thing in his opening salutation, he said, contend for the faith. That meant whatever you have to do to keep yourself in the faith of God, whatever comes your way, whatever causes you confusion, whatever causes you to have sleepless nights over what you heard, go to God about it. Let the spirit of the living God confirm to you or disconfirm what you've heard. Let God show you the truth. Uh, Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, when you go to the mirror of the word, you'll be changed from glory to glory into the image of what you see in the word. We don't want to look like the preacher. We don't want to look like the teacher. God's going to be looking for Jesus. He's going to be looking for those who look like Jesus when he sends Jesus back again. So when you have concern about what you hear from a teacher or a preacher, go to the mirror. Go to the word of God and look in that mirror and let it show you what you should be looking like, lest you are pulled off into a wrong direction. Then Jude says, we build ourselves up in our most holy faith, one by forsaking not to assemble ourselves together as we are doing. We really have to appreciate God and appreciate that he really saw down through the annals of time and knew that we were going to be living in these times. In early Christendom, in the book, in the times of the book of Acts, the, the Christians could not call themselves followers of Jesus Christ or Christians. They called themselves followers of the way. And the way they identified each other was not by saying, hey, sister, or, hey, brother, but they would draw a fish in the sand to let each other know who they were following. They couldn't just openly assemble as we do. You'll remember that Jesus often taught down by the riverside. I guess that's why this song, we're going to lay down our burdens down by the riverside. Because there they learned what the word of God said about their liberty, about their freedom in God and in Jesus Christ. Then another way that we can build ourselves up in our most holy faith is to study the word of God. Study is what Timothy was told to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. There's another uh, another scripture on over in in the in first John that says you don't have any need that any man should teach you. The Holy Spirit will do that in the book of, of Jeremiah. God told Jeremiah, even back then, I will write my word. I will write my law on their hearts and on their minds. So that they'll know how to walk, build yourself up, use your tools for building. And then the next thing that we can do to build ourselves up is to pray in the Holy Spirit, whether that be in tongues or as led by the Spirit of God through the Scripture. We can pray Scripture. There's many, many Psalms that the entire 
psalm can be read as a prayer in ephesians and in colossians there are specific prayers that paul said he prayed over the church in matthew jesus taught the model prayer he said after this manner pray ye this our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name holy is thy name and then in in the book of john chapter 17 the most beautiful prayer i've ever heard and that was the prayer that jesus prayed to god before he was going to be crucified and ascending back into the heavens that's how we persevere obviously you may have to sing um in in uh first in Thessalonians is, says we can use songs and psalms and spiritual songs to build up our, ourselves. That's another way that we can, that will help us to persevere. Sometimes you can only make and have to sing a song to let someone know who, who you are. If we aren't able to just walk up to one another and hug each other and say we are Christians, if we're out in this in this uh, um, social distancing society, we may have to sing a song to each other so they'll know that they are among sisters and brothers. And then we come down to the doxology, the last part of what Jude, the message Jude was conveying to the church. He started off with the warning. Then he gave them some instruction on how to persevere, how to build themselves up, how to contend or fight for the faith. And I mean, as if you have an opponent and you're in a fist fight, you may have to fight that hard to keep your faith. In today's society, where we have the secret, it's called uh, secret weapons for a quiet war or for a silent war. And they don't want you to tell what you're going through. They don't want you to talk about it. They don't want you to write about it. Let me tell you, you better do what God says to do. That's not always the easiest thing to do. It's not always easy to know that you're going to be labeled. But if God says, speak about it, you better say something. Others may be falling in a ditch if you don't tell them that there's a chasm up ahead. When they're, they're being told that they can't pray anymore and they can't go to church anymore, you better tell them what that's about. That's not about the word of God. For the Jesus said, pray without ceasing. And, and in the book of Hebrews, it tells us to forsake not the assembling of ourselves together. You see, we have to now become a Jude in our time and warn people not just to contend, but tell them how to contend. And the doxology, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling. The word stumble means from tripping or losing your balance. You know how you almost fall when you walk if you stub your toe on a rock or sometimes your heel gets caught in the sidewalk, in the crack of the sidewalk. You almost tumble, but God's able to keep us from doing that. It also means to make repeated mistakes. Did you ever think of stumbling being sometimes saying the wrong words, sometimes telling someone else's secret, sometimes looking at the wrong channels on the television? That's a stumble. And you know what happens if you stumble and you can't get your balance? You're going down. You're going to fall. And then the other part says to present you before his glorious presence without fault 
and with joy. I wrote down the definition of fault. Because when we're able to not stumble and to keep standing no matter what, we have the armor of God to help us. We have, and, and, and the armor gives us everything we need. Feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, the helmet of the assurance of salvation on our heads, our breastplate. The breastplate covers your heart. The heart is the seat of your emotions. That's where we feel the love of God. We've, we've got an armor to cover our hearts, the breastplate of righteousness, the righteousness that only Jesus can secure for us. Our loins gird about with truth, the truth of the word of God. God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. And when we're kept on our feet, when we're kept in the race, when we are kept holding up, then we can be presented to God. And you know what? The word of God says he won't be denied. He's going to have himself a people without fault. And we can only be without fault. We can only walk in righteousness because of what Jesus did. God doesn't see our faults. He doesn't see our unattractiveness. He doesn't see our unsatisfactory behavior. He's not looking to see how many blemishes we have or how inadequate our speech is or our mistakes. My mother of the gospel taught us a song one year. It was just perfect for the occasion, and I believe it's fitting for tonight. It's entitled, I'm Covered Over with the Robe of Righteousness. And it says, I'm covered over with the robe of righteousness that Jesus gives to me. I am covered over with the precious blood of Jesus, and he lives in me. Now listen carefully to this phrase. What a joy it is to know my heavenly father loves me so and he gave me Jesus. And when he looks at me, he sees not what I used to be, but he sees Jesus. In spite of what the adversary wants to tell us, the perpetrators are humans just like we are. They are more blemished than we would ever be. They need the blood of Jesus all the more as we do. One difference, a major difference between us and between them, if they're living without Jesus, when God looks at them, he, he sees their faults and their failures. <laughs> he sees their sins. But when he looks at us, he doesn't see what we used to be. He sees Jesus. Then the word says, with great joy, we'll be presented. It's just like being dressed in your wedding gown and you're coming down the aisle and all of a sudden, Jesus comes and takes us by the arm and walks us on up before the God that sits on the throne. And he presents us to him. Zephaniah says God gets a vision of us and the glee that he feels when Jesus can present us to him because he's kept us from falling. It cannot be expressed. But it says that God's going to rejoice over us with singing. Can you imagine that being at the wedding and your, your bridegroom is coming, taking you, taking your hand and put your hand on his arm and is escorting you down before God the Father. And God is so excited. He stands up to sing. That's that's something to think about. And it says that he will rest in his love and he will joy over us with singing. And then he makes us a promise. He says, I'm going to gather all of those that are sorrowful. 
to whom the reproach of it was a burden. You see, we've been made to walk in some days of shame. They've sought to dishonor us and so dis so uh, assassinate our character that people won't talk to us. They turn and they walk away and they don't want to hear you. But God says all of that reproach that you bore, when it comes time for the wedding and I stand up to sing, all of that's going to fade away. Behold, at that time, I will undo all that afflict you. I will save you and gather you from wherever you've been driven out. God says, I will get them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. Whatever you've been through, y'all, it's not gonna look like you've been through it. When, Listen, when we come before the throne of God, as he wants to make that wedding, sure. At that time, I will bring you again, he says, when I turn back your captivity before your eyes, says the Lord, who's able to keep you from falling? How in the world? Who can stand before God our Father when Jesus is the one who has taken the honor? But at, before he took the honor to go back to glory, he took the shame. But guess what? When he went back to, to, to heaven, when he took the, the, the honor to God, he left the shame but it'll never have to fall on us again. How did Jesus leave us? He left us, or how does he keep us from falling? Because we're kept in his care. The psalmist says it this way in Psalms 121, when you lay down and when you rise up, you're in God's care. By day and by night, when the sun is out or if the moon comes out, you're in God's care. There's no shadow that can bother you because we're under God's wings. God has the authority because the heaven and the earth belongs to him. And so we, we're in the, in the care of the one who owns it all. God can use the elements to protect his beloved if he needs to. Psalm 26, 5 and 6 says he will keep us in perfect peace. When our minds are stayed on him and Isaiah 40, 10, he gives us another promise when he says, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will help you. I will strengthen you. I will harden you to difficulties and uphold you with my righteous right hand. Then Psalm 27, David tells us, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Do you feel like you're being kept from falling today? Do you see who you can rely on when it looks like you can't stop stumbling? David tells us that the shepherd is the Lord and he belongs to us. Then when, when Jesus keeps us from falling, he keeps us in paths of righteousness. God knows how to keep your feet on the straight and the narrow path. We can think of how many times he has used our enemies to make us run to, to, to the prayer room to seek his instructions. King David spent lots of time in God's presence because it takes a wise leader to realize that he or she can't lead God's people without the leadership of the shepherd, that's how David knew that God was a shepherd. God had been leading David long before David became the leader of God's people. God's promise is that he 
the living God will make the crooked road straight and the rough path smooth. So it is with false preachers and teachers. You have to have a relationship with God yourself. And so when the false teachers and the false preachers come, you'll be able to recognize them because you know the characteristics of the one who you are following, the ones who you are following, God himself and Jesus, our Savior. You must study and seek understanding of the word of God yourself. So come to our Bible study on Wednesday night. Come to our prayer time, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday morning. I often repeat the words of my mother in the gospel who told us that the Holy Ghost will will lead you and he'll keep you if you let him. And then God, through the power of the love of Jesus Christ, will keep us in the love of God. How do we stay in love with God? How do you how do you stay in love with anybody? Most of us have been married. How did you stay in love with your husband? I'm, I'm sure that all of us have been on dates. How did we fall, found ourselves falling in love? And how did you stay in love once you fell in love? What you do to get them is what I've heard you have to do to keep them. If we went to where God was, whether it was church or to the altar or to retreats or conferences, If that's where we fell in love with him, guess what? That's how we'll stay in love with him. If we spent with, uh, fell in love with God during our private time in our bedroom, our bathroom, or our car, guess what? That's what you'll have to do to stay in love with him. In fact, everybody loves to receive love. And I heard that love that is shown is even better than love that is spoken. We'd rather have the deed than the word. You can talk about loving someone all you want to, but it's the actions of love that we really appreciate. You know, the flowers, a phone call to say I had you on my mind or I was thinking about you. A gift, no matter how cheap, if unexpected, is considered as an act of love. Sometimes a visit, time is the best gift that you can give to anyone. Don't you understand God loves all of that just as much as we do? Oh, to be kept by Jesus. How did God keep Jesus in the earth? Jesus had to know that God was able to keep him before he left heaven. The events of Jesus' earthly ministry was coming. The easy ones were the ones that made people hate him just like they hate us. Raising the dead and healing the sick, giving sight to the blind and deliverance from demons, turning water into wine. Those were easy tasks. But God, can you keep me when the hard task comes to me? I can, is what God said to Jesus in Gethsemane. You know what? Jesus was really listening for those I cans during his private chats when Jesus went into the mountains to pray. What Jesus had to find out, just like you and me, that God really is a keeper, not because he was taught how, but because he's God and because he's God, he's able. When Jesus was being betrayed by Judas, Jesus knew it. But Jesus also knew that God is able. 
when Roman soldiers came to take Jesus into custody over the payment of 30 pieces of silver. Jesus told them I could call 12 legions of angels to come and help me, but I give myself to be taken. Jesus knew that God is able, just like the Hebrew boys did when Nebuchadnezzar wanted them to bow down and worship the golden image. When Jesus was carried from judgment hall to judgment hall, Jesus knew that God was able. He was able to keep him. On Calvary's cross, the place where the final public confrontation for the salvation of the world was held, Jesus knew that God was able to keep him. In the tomb, in hell, there was no doubt that God was able to keep him. Because God kept Jesus, Jesus keeps you and me. All to be kept by Jesus. Amen. 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 All to be kept by Jesus. Thank you, Pastor Millicent, for your enlightening message of being kept by Jesus. Now let us listen to a praise and worship song as we prepare our hearts to partake of Holy Communion. Let us gather our elements of a piece of bread, cracker, and water, juice, or wine. Reverend Millicent will offer Holy Communion after the praise and worship song. Whoa. 
Come to this table, not because you must, but because you may. Not because you are strong, but because you are weak. Come not because any goodness of your own gives you a right to come, but because you need mercy and help. Come because you love the Lord a little and would like to love him more. Come because he loved you and gave himself for you. Come and meet the risen Christ, for we are his body. The Apostle Paul tells us of the institution of the Lord's Supper. For I received from the Lord what I said, handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed, took the loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let us pray. Loving God, we praise and thank you for your love shown to us in Jesus Christ. We thank you for his life and ministry, announcing the good news of your kingdom and demonstrating his power by lifting up the downtrodden and healing the sick and loving the loveless. We thank you for his sacrificial death upon the cross for the redemption of the world and for raising him to life again as a foretaste of the glory we shall all share. We give you thanks for this bread and wine, symbols of our world and signs of your transforming love. We ask your God to transform it from a natural use to a spiritual one. Send your Holy Spirit, we pray, that we may be renewed into the likeness of Jesus Christ and formed into his body. We pray in his name and for his sake. Amen. Now taking your bread in your hand, Jesus said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in memory of me. You may eat your bread or your cracker. Now taking your cup into your hand. The same way he took the cup after supper and said, this cup is the new covenant sealed by my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this in memory of me. You may drink your cup of wine, juice, or water. Let us pray. Your death, O oh Lord, we commemorate. Your resurrection, we confess. Your final coming, we await. Glory be to you, O Christ. 
Father of all, we give you thanks and praise that when we were still far off, you met us in your son and brought us home. Dying and living, he declared your love, gave us grace and opened the gate of glory. May we who share Christ's body live his risen life. We who drink his cup bring life to others. We whom the spirit lights give light to the world. Keep us firm in the hope you have set before us so we and all your children shall be free and the whole earth live to praise your name through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Now let us listen to a praise and worship song celebrating our receiving Holy Communion. It will be followed by the invitation to discipleship, which Sister Helena Thompson will offer today. Bye. 
Amen. Amen. Are you there, Sister Helena? Okay. We thank all of you who are worshiping with us today on the phone or on the Internet. We invite you to discipleship and offer a prayer of salvation. We pray that you've received all the blessings that God has given you during this service. The Bible reveals that God has a plan for every life and that if we live in constant fellowship with him, he will direct and lead us in the fulfillment of this plan. You cannot know the will of God for your life unless you first come to the cross. Confess that you are a sinner and receive Christ as Lord and Savior. Once you do come to him, you begin a whole new life, a life lived not for yourself but for Christ. From that moment on, God wants to show you his will. Whatever decisions you face today, commit them to God and ask him to guide you, and he will. If you would like to ask Jesus into your life today, Please say this prayer after me. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know I am not where I want to be in my walk with you, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt. Come into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. 
Unite with Refuge from the Storm Church or a Bible-based church in your community. Start reading the Bible. Email us for prayer or for suggestions on how to start your journey through the Bible at refugefromstorm at all.com. We urge you to read a daily devotional to get the most inspiration from the Holy Spirit during your Bible reading. Here are some suggestions for devotionals that are free online. Our own Refuge from Storm newsletter published weekly by Sister Gloria. To receive it, to, to get on the email list, send an email to refugefromstorm at all.com. Other free online devotionals are ourdailybread.org, inputch.org, gracefox.com, and pastorrick.org. You can also have free print devotionals sent to your residents by going to ourdailybread.org and intouch.org. For purchase and print or by email, I recommend upperroom.org, especially for beginners in the word. Thank you. Now let us listen to our closing praise and worship song in preparation for final remarks which will be offered by our Pastor Reverend Noah. Please mute yourself. The enemy came up against your shield. The enemy came up against your name. The enemy came up against your character. You will win. You will win. The enemy came up against your head. The enemy came up against your finances. The enemy came up against your vision. The enemy came up against your business. You will be. Oh, you will be. Yes, you will. Oh, 
Amen. Thank you, Elder Carolyn, for leading us in our invitation. And thank you, Sister Cheryl, for bringing us such wonderful music this afternoon. I pray that you've been blessed by the, by the message and by the service in its entirety as we have endeavored to enlighten you as well as to encourage you along the way. We want to be a blessing to you and pray that we can help you and is helping you bear these trials and tribulations in the days in which we live. Imagine what it's like to be in this kind of a situation and not know Jesus, not have the comfort and the power of, of God the Father and Jesus, his son, on, on your side. I would not want to be there. I also just want to remind you of our services starting up again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday morning is our early morning prayer. We certainly would love to have any of you to come and join in with us. Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern time is our Bible study. We are studying from the book uh, entitled Overcomer. We're learning how to be an overcomer in this life. Uh, it's based on the movie that came out last year. It's been over uh, almost a year ago. It was a wonderful movie about the lives and the changes that can be uh, effected in a life 
once it's given over to Jesus Christ. And back next Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, we will be here to share in a worship experience of the God who loves us. After the uh, benediction, the recording will be paused and we will be uh, around to pray with any of you who desire to have prayer for any reason. If you prayed the prayer for salvation with Elder Carolyn, we do indeed ask that you would stay around and uh, talk to us about the decision that you've made. Let us pray with you about any prayer concerns or write us at the email address that you were given at that time. If you're not on our mailing list, go to our website, www.refugefromthestorm.org. Send us an email and, and ask that you be placed on our mailing list. Sister Gloria uh, prepares a beautiful, well-developed uh, newsletter for each, each week. The colors are just so stunning and they Believe it or not, there is a thing called color therapy. And I tell you, I get some therapy every week when I look at the beautiful colors and the mixtures are just perfect uh, that are in the newsletter each week. And now as we look to the Lord to be dismissed, I will share with you from the priestly blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them, says the Lord. God bless each of you as you go into the rest of your holiday weekend. I pray that you are kept safe and that you will meet us here again next week. God bless you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.